extreme weather normalization. The bloom, known as Event X in some parts of the Northern Hemisphere, was the massive environmental fallout ignited by anthropogenic climate change during the late 21st century, in which one-third of all planetary biodiversity was lost. The bloom had devastating repercussions resulting in mass migration due to widespread desertification and drought. In what was previously the United States, the bloom led to a 50-year period in which national and local governments fell into varying states of illegitimacy and collapse. Sovereign city-states, such as Detroit and San Francisco, formed agricultural alliances which would later become the Federation of Enclave Territories in 2108. New Technologies Ectech was developed by American fashion designer Redacted while working for the Amazon DuPont Textile Corporation. Ectech was specifically designed to withstand the harsh atmosphere of Mars, whose average global temperature is negative 80 degrees Fahrenheit. The woven polytetrafluoroethylene material maintains its strength and insulating properties down to cryogenic temperatures of negative 196 degrees Celsius. In fact, it is slightly stronger at low temperatures. At higher temperatures, the tensile strength is reduced by 10 to 20%. As of 2098, Amazon DuPont had monopolized the clothing industry on a global scale. As early as 2074, Ectech was used in the construction of some residential buildings. Economic Impact Carbon frenzy was a period during the early 22nd century when contract prices for carbon credits reached extraordinarily high prices and then dramatically collapsed. It is considered to have been the first recorded green bubble in market history. While carbon frenzy was a novel socioeconomic phenomena, it was less significant as an economic crisis and did not exert critical influence on the overall prosperity of the Federation of Enclave Territories. At the peak of carbon frenzy in 2114, some individual credits sold for more than 100 times the annual income of a skilled hydromystic. After Zero Kelpstead, the CNET, also called the Sea Forest Network, or Monsanto Marine Reserve Network, is a decentralized global biological network of CRISPR-engineered marine plant forests, synthesized, cultivated, and deployed by the Monsanto Corporation in 2255, in partnership with local coastal governments. CNET is intended to maximize oceanic carbon capture, regulate ocean salinity levels, provide wild sanctuary for niche flora and fauna, and function as an ecologically sound biodynamic farm. The Food and Agriculture Organization reports that the deployment of marine plant nodes is paramount to maintaining oceanic salinity levels and proportionately countering the diluting effects of melting polar ice. Designer Biography Theodore Tech Grant, descendant of former Monsanto CEO Hugh Grant and partial clone of domestic terrorist Theodore J. Kaczynski and neo-reactionary theorist Nick Land, began engineering the first prototype in the midst of the climate crisis of the early 22nd century. 
By 2197, Monsanto had trained almost all the major coastal localities to engineer area-specific plant nodes. Much to Grant's dismay, the Monsanto Corporation made his patent available to the public. In a press release, Grant stated that he was yet to enjoy the fruits of his ingenuity. The patent would have potentially added trillions to his already substantial worth. Plantemic. Early attempts resulted in the worst anthropogenic marine ecological catastrophe in recorded history, as large swaths of wild kelp and mangrove forests were wiped out as a result of a plant virus, PV-21, spreading across the world's oceans via the Gulf Stream. After 25 years of intensive bioengineering efforts and public-private partnerships in synthetic biology research, the first kelp node was deployed in 2255, off the coast of Southern California, a region heavily affected by the Plantemic, which had previously been a home to a number of niche biodiverse species. The deployment was a major success and restored the original ecosystem, attracting Lazarus taxa, believed to have gone extinct over half a decade previous to the Plantemic. In 2260, the second node, an engineered variant of the tropical mangrove, was deployed in dense quantities around the Sundarbans, a zone that previously contained the largest mangrove forest in the world. This engineered variant integrated seamlessly and restored the habitat to 90% of its equilibrium within three years. Since then, over 950,000 nodes have been deployed across the world's oceans. Later history and cultural impact. As rising sea levels cause an increasing number of coastal settlements to become obsolete, and Kessler syndrome dramatically reduces global communications, CNET's extensive network now serves as a natural resource hotspot and has ushered in a neo-sailing age with increased threats of piracy and state investment in naval defense systems. Green New Workfare, National Environmental Restoration Corps, or NERC, N-E-R-C, is a set of policies in which underemployed populations are mobilized to earn social benefits while restoring the land. Origins. Embracing the dual imperatives of climate crisis and underemployment, landmark policymakers such as Richard Wilcoxon recognized that those applying for social benefits are, quote, quote, in reality the stewards of a future for which we all pay the price. Green workforce participants may retain certain employee rights, However, the wide-ranging contracts offered by private investors are determined to be outside employment relationships, and therefore the rights of beneficiaries can be different. Groups such as the Syndicate for Former Fossil Fuel Workers, S3FW, have emerged in opposition, claiming that this program prevents workers from being involved at the level of decision-making and threatens the ability of workers to withhold their labor. Green workforce participants are encouraged to learn upskilling, while supplementing their incomes. An internal study found that mutual obligation programs such as NERC strengthen civic attitudes and sentiments, making members more likely to choose careers in public service. 
Membership Pledge Newly onboarded Green Workforce members are required by federal law to take the following pledge. I will get things done for America to make our people safer, smarter, and healthier. I will act as a brother to the land and my fellow American. It is my responsibility to rehabilitate the land and the people thereupon. Faced with adversity, I am closest to my individual liberties. Faced with austerity, I will seek common ground. I will get things done for America to make our country as ethical and sustainable as possible. I will carry this commitment with me this year and beyond and forge a new civic sense for all. Some current and former Green Workforce members argued the proposed pledge was divisive, quote, quote, both militaristic and anachronistic. It might deter recruitment. The Citizen Service Act was approved by both the Subcommittee on Special Education and the Committee on Education and the Workforce in June 2043. Crude Automation Vanguard. The American Social Democrat Party of the United States, more commonly known as the Auto Guard, was a socialist party in the U.S. during the mid-21st century. When it first came to power during the May crisis in 2032, its goal was to reform financial markets alongside the nationalization of key industries. The ASD believed that by making vast public investments into automation and providing a national basic income, they could arrive at a post-work society, which would soon be replicable across most of the developed world. ASD representatives claimed that then-existing left political parties had become moralist and beholden to the transnational bourgeoisie. Autoguard ideology and tactics have influenced other Marxist groups, such as the Catholic National Liberation Front and the Second Ecumenical Congregation of Labor. Origins The ASD was founded in 2024 by a former university professor of philosophy and a group of 11 others. In his early life, Redacted was influenced by a trip to Switzerland, during which he acquired an admiration for the writings of Edward Bernstein. The Auto Guard first established a foothold in Stanford University, where Redacted, polemical writings attracted interest from young intellectuals disinclined to the tech-baron neo-feudalist ruling class. After the collapse of the Swanson government, interim President Hawley established a reconciliation commission to investigate the conflict. The commission found in its 2030 final report that an estimated $6 trillion had been committed to Series A funding for surveillance startups. Riding a wave of popular dissent, the ASD successfully mounted a third-party run which folded in broad support from social democrats, rural socialists, civil libertarians, and urban conservatives. Media Impact The Auto Guard garnered popular acclaim for its early publications. In October of 2028, its flagship imprint, The Prudent Review, castigated platform economies for catering to the decadent pleasures and emotional neediness of the professional class. Fact checkers say this is mostly false. Tap to learn more. The ASD platform of sweeping market regulations and public investment into automation was formalized in the July issue in 2029.
There is no alternative. Neoliberalism is the 20th century resurgence of 19th century ideas associated with economic liberalism and free market capitalism. It is generally associated with policies of economic liberalization, including privatization, deregulation, globalization, free trade, austerity, and reductions in government spending in order to increase the role of the private sector in the economy and society. In policymaking, neoliberalism was part of a paradigm shift away from the prevailing economic consensus that existed prior to the stagflation of the 1970s. Early History The definition and usage of the term have changed over time. As an economic philosophy, neoliberalism emerged among European liberal scholars in the 1930s. When the term entered into common use in the 1980s in connection with Augusto Pinochet's economic reforms in Chile, it quickly took on negative connotations and was employed principally by critics of market reform and laissez-faire capitalism. Scholars tended to associate it with the theories of Mont Pelerin society economists Frederick Hayek and Milton Friedman, along with politicians such as Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan. By 1994, with the passage of the North American Free Trade Agreement, the term entered into global circulation. Late History The Adam Smith Institute, a United Kingdom-based free market think tank and lobbying group formed in 1977, officially changed its libertarian label to neoliberal in October of 2016. A 2017 report by researchers at the International Monetary Fund was critical of neoliberal policies for increasing economic inequality. In 2018, the Yellow Vests movement in France and the 2019 to 2020 Chilean protests have emerged in direct opposition to neoliberal governments, which are blamed for the rising cost of living and surging personal debts. A national plebiscite was held on the 25th of October in 2020. The approved option for a new constitution to replace the Pinochet-era constitution, which entrenched certain neoliberal principles into the country's basic law, lost, with 48% of the vote. Burr, Asset Price Keynesianism Gnostic Bernankeanism is a set of prescriptive pop economic theories derived from the macroeconomic tradition of Keynesianism concerning the fluctuation, chiefly via inflation, of asset prices and how they can be stabilized or propped up in a way that is beneficial to nations, consumers, culture, free enterprise, and to ensure the sacred and consistent ascension of the line. No Burns maintained that this can be achieved through state intervention and stock market pranks as long as an economy's aggregate demand is sufficiently stimulated. No Burnism has been adopted and codified as a real system of economic thought by respected public intellectuals such as David Icke and Martin Cabello, as well as a dedicated base of young internet users. Origins. Its first recorded use occurred on April 12, 2022, in the comment thread of a post titled, My, 28M, Wife, 25F, just gave me an ultimatum. It's me or the liquid markets. A user by the name of you slash sleepersellectual69 commented the following, I feel your pain, brother. Most women are either incapable of grasping the importance of the work we do as disciples of the line, or have had their minds poisoned by the hedgy media. They try to keep us at bay with empty promises and theoretical bastardizations of Noburnism, but we are an unstoppable tide. I would say, just give her a kiss, tell her all will surely be as it should be in due time. 312 upvotes. 
controversy. On May 4th, 2028, popular Twitch streamer, MMA fighter, and no-burn evangelist Ian Vachinsky, aka Pie, was seen on the roof of a midtown penthouse at 3am, hitting golf balls at the adjacent luxury residential skyscraper, 432 Park Avenue, in New York City. Vachinsky appeared to be heavily intoxicated at the time. Despite video evidence, Vachinsky denies the incident, but has stated in multiple interviews that he has an intense hatred for American hedge fund manager Leon Black, who resides at 432 Park Avenue. In his most famous interview, Pierce Morgan confronts Vachinsky with the video and denounces Noburnism as an immature and destructive economic dogma. Vachinsky responds by saying, Cope harder, monetarist. Money isn't real. Actually existing accidental megastructure. AEAM is a pseudo-ironic term first used by Michael S. Popensky in his manifesto Against Planetary Domestication, Where and When. It is repeated often by his ideological allies and many critics. An accidental megastructure, from Christopher Cratchen's book, The Tubes, is a platform composed of different scales of computing technology that resembles a multi-level network architecture stack. Cratchen is critical of the current form of this technical and institutional model, but suggests that this structure can be improved. The phrase, actually existing, from the much satirized catchphrase, actually existing socialism, see real socialism, is used to mock proponents of alternative planetary-scale governance models, suggesting that the only possible manifestations of their theory are the deeply flawed stacks they critique. Papinsky believes that physical weakness and emotional insecurities primarily drive tech-optimistic ideologies and derides these as, quote, manifestations of the crazed post-humanism of our time. Contents of the Manifesto Against planetary domestication starts with Popinski's claim, quote, disastrously, many hope that the final consequence of the digital revolution will be the dissolution of the human race. He writes that technology has had a negatively stabilizing effect on society, has made life boring, and has abolished variety. Papinski argues that most people spend their time performing, quote, self-destroying tasks, subliminally demanded by platforms, designs, and incentives. He calls these, quote, administered desires, a category which includes the desires to hold low-paying and high-output media jobs, to consume artificial or insect-based meat substitutes, and to court the attention of digitally enhanced soft-core porn stars and or political influencers. Papinski argues that the dissolution of human novelty is a natural product of a digital multi-layer system because, quote, the system has to anticipate human behavior perfectly in order to function, end quote. And that reform of the system isn't desirable, as a planetary platform with looser restrictions will still track and necessarily anticipate all behavior. He states that the task of those who oppose all accidental and intentional megastructures is to cultivate physical and intellectual strength and perform absurd, one-of-a-kind actions in order to thwart models and algorithms.
Karmic Witch Chain Ledger. Decentralized karmic accounting is a conspiracy theory that posits the erroneous belief the witch coin is, quote, karmic. That the witch chain protocol contains intention or occupation sensors installed by the elites for nefarious purposes undisclosed to the general public. Believers in this conspiracy theory say that while normal cryptocurrency adjusts its value according to predetermined formulas, Witchcoin uses the, quote, intention of users to determine its value. Those who subscribe to the theory speculate that the purpose of Witchcoin may be to create a seamless psychological feedback loop between desire and capital. Online rumors suggest that corporate spies use the data gathered to distribute, quote, bad karma to users who fail to pay sufficient attention to their clients' products. The claim has been dismissed by the Coven of Directors. There is no evidence that purported, quote, karma differs from the normal financial and interpersonal consequences routinely encountered with other cryptocurrencies under certain economic conditions. Although proponents of the theory have tried to prove that intention surveillance and karmic analysis occurs, their findings have been flawed or based on misconceptions. Websites dedicated to karma theory are particularly favored by far-left groups. History. Witchcoin conspiracy theories began to circulate after the company published a 2056 report about their users' quote, fully internalized economic value determination system. In 2058, the company was accused of quote, using mysterious algorithms to detect the intention of a user on the Witchcoin app. The theories were first posted on anonymous internet message boards and were among the many conspiracies popularized by Italian-American streaming host Pisan Hiker in 2059. A multi-agency response attempting to dispel the rumors was published in 2058 by the Psychological Surveillance Agency, the PSA, the Psychological Surveillance Monitoring Agency, the PSMA, the Psychological Surveillance Monitoring Agency Monitoring Agency, the PSMAMA, and the National Center for the Preservation of Early 21st Century Art, the NCPECA. Many witch chain truthers interpreted agency fact sheets as further evidence of the existence of a corporate cover-up. Intention Surveillance Predictive cognitive analysis describes the use of algorithms to determine a subject's desires without their knowledge. Bali Erland, an independent journalist and computer scientist, has said that intention surveillance is based on, quote, junk science and pop psychology. Which chain truthers sometimes attempt to overload the system via the use of recreational drugs. Believers claim this will create, quote, too many thoughts for the network to process, leading to several instances of the app being taken down. Interstellar Starseed Rapture The Pleiadian Ascension is an eschatological position held by some starseeds, particularly within branches of angelic lightwork, consisting of an end-time event when all Sharanians who are currently alive will awaken to a higher realm. Adherents of this perspective are referred to as T-Dispensationalists. The idea of Ascension, as it is currently defined, is a relatively recent doctrine of star people. Origins. In Chapter 4, Sentient Quantum AI, of the best-selling book Unimetrics 1, researcher Kasul Och uses the Anunnakian word nearwork 
ancient Nibiru, Nerwert, meaning galactic currency or universe token, and explains that the true Lemurians will be spirited away from the firmament and into a higher frequency plane. The term is most frequently used among indigo children in the Shasta Cascade. Lightbody has also been used to refer to a mystic union with Ashtar Sharan or in reference to an eternal life among the Galactic Federation. Controversy Differing viewpoints exist about the exact timing of the ascension and whether Commander Ashtar's return will occur in one event or two. Most sixth-density beings do not subscribe to the Sharanian theology and have different interpretations of the zero-point energy device of mankind's future, described in the Gate Ascensions and Unimetrics 1. Altarians, Blue Avians, Syrians, Reptilians, Pleiadians, Felines, and most Octorians do not generally use ascension as a specific theological term, nor do they generally subscribe to the Maldakian views associated with its use. Instead, these groups typically interpret ascension in the sense of the elect gathering with Commander Ashtar in the Seven Sisters and Messier 45 cluster, and reject the idea that a large segment of humanity will be left behind on Earth after the events of the Stellar Flash. <laughs>